Welcome back to another soothing episode of Attack of the Swarm, where everything pleasant happens to our PCs. How's everybody doing this evening? I hate Fantastic. It. I hate all of it. That's just, I, was, I don't like it. 1025 Smooth Jazz Radio. Everybody enjoy the graveyard shift. 588-2300 Empire Today. We'll be playing Kinky Jams leading up to Valentine's Day. Everybody press star 69 if you want to request a song. What is happening? Adam started W-L-O-V. it. W-L-O-V. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a thing. I, I appreciate you guys nope. all joining in on that. That was that was nice. Nope. How, how is it? How is everybody doing? Solid. So, yeah, solid. Doing good. good. Glad to hear. I'm hanging in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope you're doing good. Prior to this, because I, I, it's, I think it's going to go downhill pretty quick for you guys once we get into the game. So cool. I want to enjoy some positivity while we have the chance. Cool, cool. Thank you know, you, you talked a big game before the bridge, and look where we are. We made it past the bridge. Fair. That's true. That's true. You guys kind of crushed the bridge, even. Literally. Just like we're going to crush this starship coming at our warthog. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get to that, Griffin, there's an important question that must be asked. Well, I'm already drinking, so what are you drinking, Adam? <laughs> I am drinking a Radical Rye by Gnarly Barley. Gnarly Barley? Yeah, that's the name of the brewery. Great brewery. They have lots of fun um, beers. One of my favorites is the Juicifer, mm. but I'm not drinking that tonight. I'm drinking Radical Rye, spicy rye malt character with a citrus radical hot radical and punch. gnarly. Who do you think you are, Tony Hawk's? <laughs> Tony Hawk. Tony's Tony Hawks. Hawks. <laughs> Tony's Hawk. That's what I appreciate about you. Heath. <laughs> Speaking you of someone I appreciate, Heath, um, what are you drinking? I took a nap right after work and woke up with like 15 minutes to spare, so I had time to run to the dollar store next to my house. So, oh no, I'm back to my oh low class Southern roots and drinking a bush. <laughs> it was that or yeah. it was that or Bud Light? Speaking down at you. the bottom. I'm not drinking Bud Light. <laughs> Just water. I feel you. I, I would. I would take the bush too. I think. Yeah. Speaking of another Over guy Bud that Light. would take the bush. <laughs> Steve, what you drinking? Absolutely. Oh. Hey Griffin, this is Steve That's here from one. Hideous Laughter Podcast. I play Matumbe and Saw on the show. Um, as for tonight, I'm going to be drinking a Hams. Oh, hey. Hams. Land of classic nice. Steve. Boy, does that go down smooth? <laughs> speaking like of somebody goes down smooth, Zach, what you drinking, buddy? Uh, speaking of going down smooth, I'm still on my Susie B kick, my SoPro Susie Bs, but clearly I need to start getting creative with my beer selections for the show. Yeah, so I mean, I'll work on that for you guys. Hey, when you're going down smooth, be careful to get tangled <laughs> up in that bush. <laughs> you just brought He's, both of them together. Speaking of somebody who's going to bring all of us together. Emily, what you drinking? <laughs> stop, stop jumping in. Let me do them. <laughs> you guys, this is episode six. We know how these transition works. You got to let Griffin get his words out. Hi, Griffin. I'm drinking a Guinness. <laughs> no, drinking a Guinness. It's dark and thick, just the way I like them. That's a really good one, but it's hey. going to me, and I'm the opposite of that. Here's a... I'm drinking some Angel's Envy. It is uh, delicious. What's Angel's Envy? It is oh, bourbon okay. whiskey. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's like the envy of angels. Uh, apparently. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, that's all. you're the only one drinking liquor this evening, huh? I know. That's a weird one. Usually one of you is drinking well, liquor. Well, I th- I'm going to then expect you to, to save the bacon of this party as we jump into this the situation that you find yourselves in as a um swarm starship uh has just crested over the hill on your convoy away from fort gallant and shot an acid torpedo which blew up killing the driver of what we're calling the warthog. <laughs> it's actually a mobile striker, but we're calling it a warthog because that's what it is, damn it. Um, and so now your driver is half melted, totally dead, and slumped over the controls for this this uh, warthog. In the front seat, you have 
Natasi. Hello. <laughs> your your battle medic. And then in the back, let's see who's on the guns. We've got. I believe it's uh, Sig and Vin on the machine guns, and uh, our twisted pair up on the uh, up on the flak Fla- cannons. That's right. All right. Well, <clears throat> this is a. This is going to be a modified vehicle chase scenario. Okay, so the way that this works is that there is a pilot phase and then a combat phase. Um, and in this particular chase, uh, the combat phase is kind of reduced to a couple options, which I've presented to you in a handout. At the beginning of this, uh, each round in the pilot phase, whoever is driving the Warthog is going to need to make a pilot check. So, as it stands now, that's uh, Steve with Natasi. Steve, I want you to tell me real quick, how is Natasi's piloting? Well, uh, okay, and I am. There's no way around it. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> my piloting check is a plus two at the very, very top of the handout. Though it looks like uh, inherently this uh, this vehicle conveys a minus two to the pilot check, maybe because it's just a little difficult to handle. Um, so I yes. will be taking this roll at a flat zero. Oh boy, that's not good. No, that it's not good. But let's go ahead and get that roll. All right. So essentially, this plasma torpedo, or this plasma torpedo, or acid spray, or whatever, hits the pilot. I don't know if anyone has seen the uh, the movie Saw Six, but in the very <laughs> uh, climactic finale. <laughs> so, what thanks, an obscure. Bud. Yep. You've uh, seen Saw Six. Sorry, go ahead. I've, I've seen all of them. I'm a big fan. But the one of the one of the main guys, um, there's a big tray of needles that are all connected to pipes, and they all stick in this dude's back, and they all pump fluoritic acid into him. Um, and basically, he melts from the inside out, and just like his like butt and below are there. Um, yeah. And it's he's just like melting everywhere. So Natasi. Uh, slicks her hand through the slurry of body that's left. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and grabs the wheel with one hand. As I imagine his his torso and legs or maybe below abdomen and legs pelvis and legs um, are still holding the gas down so we're still going forward. And Natasi grabs Correct. the wheel turns uh, turns over her shoulder and says, Yavari you're needed up front. Um <laughs> It is going to clean up in aisle six. <laughs> it is going to make my flat check for piloting, and it's an eight. Oh, oh yeah, an yeah. eight. Uh, okay, could be worse. Well, could be worse. So that is going to be the Warthog's AC for this round. <laughs> um, way to go! All right. So that takes a move action to do that. Now, when we go into the combat phase, you guys have your full complement of actions. Um, And each option that you have in this handout has a different level of action it takes to use. There's things like you can change position, you can evade, you can fire the guns, you can supercharge the engines, or you can take cover. Um, We're not really in initiative here uh, as far as each of you taking turns. It's just kind of like... What do you guys want to do as a group as this, uh, it's called a fleet fury is closing in on you. Come the fuck on. Am I picking up something (laughs) on my comlink? (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to communicate with us. This is not the time, mom. (laughs) They're like, just wait. You left your wallet in Fort Gallup. They're trying to slow us down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, um, if I'm reading this correctly, I didn't have a lot of time to read over the vehicle chase notes, which I'm now doing. Um, but so the flat cannons pretty much impart um, negative penalties to the enemy's gunnery check? Correct. Well, then I want to do that immediately. All right. So let's go, since you spoke up, let's go ahead and get that roll. So for a standard action, you're going to um, make your ranged attack. Okay. Oh, it's starting the night off hot with a natural 20. Oh, my Ooh. God. Put it on the board. There we oh, go. Yeah. There we go. Y'all, this is getting uh, uh, kind of unfair, I think. 
I mean, with, with Heath rolling title. how he's rolling, and then and then Steve rolling how he's rolling, I don't I don't know. Uh, okay, that definitely is a success, um, and so uh, that is going to impart a minus two penalty on the Fleet Fury's gunnery check until the beginning of next round. Um, so one flat, one of the two flat cannons has been fired. What about the rest of you? So I have a question. Do you have to move in order to uh, perform the supercharged engines action? Because it doesn't say. It just um, says you can move between piloting versus operating the gun. So I'm going to say that the engines kind of in the or like uh, the <laughs> the engines right in the middle of the warthog in the perfectly placed classic design <laughs> where it should be. It's directly uh, what, in the what, middle of four guns. That's how you know this <laughs> is science well, fiction. <laughs> yeah, what what I'm going to say is that everybody has direct access to what you need to tinker with to perform this operation. All right, so... So you can still be on the yeah, guns yeah, yeah. and do this. So, I mean, Vinny will just turn and just, like, open up a grate and say, let old Vinny take a look. And uh, <laughs> I will try to supercharge engineering engine. Check. Yeah, it's a DC-18 engineering check. Yes. Uh, if successful, the driver gains a plus two bonus to their piloting check. So, he's trying to uh, help whoever the next pilot is going to be. What'd you get? Uh, Eleven on the die plus seven is eighteen, boy. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Okay. Uh, so, Yavari, um, Natasi had had asked for help. Yeah. I think that both of you would have to use a move action. To change positions. So this is what I'm I'm seeing in my head, Ken, and you tell me if it's real. Um, so as a standard action, she would try and get a shot off with the flat cannon before okay. using her move action to initiate the change positions. I'm with it. Is that cool? Is that, that cool? Looks, that, lo- that looks like it works for me. Okay. 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 Um, uh, see here. I'm having a struggle bus with the flat cannon. I'm just rolling it. You're just rolling your ranged attack. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Oh. It's going to be at a minus one because the mobile striker is moving. So something um, bad happened. Oh, no. I rolled a one. Put it on the board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, something bad did happen. As you try to fire the flat cannon, it jams, and one of the two flat cannons are now unfunctional. Non-functioning? Like... Non-functional, thank you. Yeah, yeah, you broke the f- one of the two flat cannons. Oh, like forever? Oh, come the fuck on, man. <laughs> well, until you can get it in the shop, you're definitely not going to be able to fix it while it's going 50 miles an hour. As a free action, Yavari's going to say, nah, and like smash it with her fist. Now it's really broken. It can never be repaired. No, um, but it's going to just kind of look at it and be like, "Oh, this is broken. I didn't do it." And just going to kind of like grab the side of the warthog and swing down onto this the driver's side. And I don't know, flavor yeah, we'll pull like the you, guy out. It will say, uh, "Well, the, uh, Natasi already pushed the, what was left of your poor driver out." Oh, okay, I'm sorry. And I think Natasi probably sees this giant dragonkin swinging around, and she kind of lithely moves out of the way before being smashed by you. Um, and because you are also going to change position too, right? Yes, that's correct. I imagine um, Yavari is going to need the pilot seat for her left butt cheek and the passenger seat for her right butt cheek. <laughs> Um, Good thing this is a uh, bench seating. <laughs> <laughs> so as that's going on, um, Natasi is going to hop into the back using a move action and hop up on the machine gun that was recently vacated by Vin. Okay, sounds like a plan. All right, uh, you still have a thing that you can do there, uh, Sigurd. Yeah, Sigurd. What you going to do? Not gone yet, so. Sig, uh, Sig looks over at the newly stationed Natasi. All right, look what I'm about to do. Fire at its torpedo, toots. <laughs> and that is a natty 15, so a 19 to hit that torpedo. Get it. Uh, okay, so it's going to be a 17 to hit because the, the striker... Part, yeah. Right. 
however, that is still a hit. Yeah. Uh, so what that's going to do is you hit the torpedo launcher. You line it up and just kind of track it. Fire the machine gun. And you kind of see it scrape um, the torpedo launcher. It's going to reduce the damage dealt by an attack by two. Um, so very nicely done there. Uh, not a bad first round. Let's go to see the damage phase here as the swarm fleet furry. F- fleet furry. Oh, no. Fleet. <laughs> well, well. Ooh, fleet furry. Mm. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, so at the end of the combat phase, each round, the swarm is going to make an attack, and this is going to be against eight. <laughs> Good luck. Okay, with a nine total. I <laughs> is that taking in the minus two from? Uh, oh wait, from the flat that's cannon. That's right, because from the flat cannon, that's a seven, so it is a miss in oh, the torpedo. Oh, yes. All right, so it's not all gravy, but it's better. So everybody needs to roll a reflex save as this torpedo misses and sends acid splat, uh, splashing kind of in your direction. Put it on the board, natty twenty. Nice, oh, nice. Really? twenty-five. Nice. Uh, 19. 19, okay. 13. 13, all right. 15. All right. Oh, my God. The competition is real, Griffin. Oh, boy. We're duking it out tonight. She's trying to it's hold it together. second Natty 20 in a row. Ew, he said right. Duke. <laughs> uh, so everybody saves and takes only one acid damage. Fair. Oh, I'm sorry. No, because it missed. No damage taken. No damage taken. All right. So you see this torpedo and just kind of blow up and hit the side like a hill, kind of on the side of the road. And and uh, Yavari is able to kind of swerve a little out of the way to keep any of that acid splash on. And we're going back around to the top of round two. Yavari, let me get a better piloting check. Better than eight. Okay. Although eight was enough. I got to give it to you. Okay. Eight was enough. Hey, so it's a minus two. Does, uh, it's a minus hey, does two. she get the plus two or do I need to do the plus two before? She, she gets She gets the plus two. Okay. I believe. Um, because you did. No, I don't think it works that way. I think it's. You got to do it every turn. That's. It's a different thing. No, no. It says. No, it says during the piloting check during the next pilot action phase. So you're good. You're giving her the okay. boost. So that's a plus two to your roll. Oh, okay, sweet. Then, uh, well, well, so it's it negates the minus two, yes, basically. Yes. Um, so that's going to be a nineteen total. Oh, very good. I'll uh, take it. Pretty, pretty solid. Take it. Yeah, that's really good. All right, so that's your move action to do that, and now we're going to go back into the kind of action phase here. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to start with the with the shooters? I I plan on doing the same thing. As long as I can. If I can keep imposing a negative two to their gunnery check, I'm going to do it. All right, let's do it, Heath. Uh, let's see what Tex does with the old flat cannon as you're firing, you know, this uh, this kind of smoke that's fucking up the vessel sensors. Let's get that ranged attack. That's an 18 on the die. That'll do it. Nice. Okay. Dude, we yeah. are rolling Gr- an abnormally high average tonight. Why would yeah, you say Griffin, that out loud? <laughs> Griffin, you, you were right. Like, I was talking too much shit, and you guys are just handling this, like, SDF veterans over here. SDF. I'm going to fuck so that confusing. up forever. Yeah, I'm going to fuck that up forever. But, okay, so that's uh, Texas gets that flat cannon off. Let's go with the machine gun from um, Sigurd. All right. That's an Addy 17. So That'll get that it. Do. And that one's against the torpedoes. So again, he just like, he's firing and the bullets are like the Independence Day thing, like going right up the torpedo tube. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Right in the kisser. Uh, and you see the, the, the Fleet Fury trying to like waver and dodge these attacks, but just getting hit like from me, the Warthog. What about you, Natasha? Do you think you can follow suit? We'll see. Um, she's going to try and track his rounds. Fucking 18 on the die. Yes. Nice. Yeah, baby. That'll, that'll get it. So we're looking at a total of minus four on this attack. You guys are doing great here. Okay. I think I'll fire uh, the machine gun as well. Okay. 
Let's do it. Uh, you you oh, can't. I can't. It's the, the same round. Gun. Okay. No. Okay. Yeah, because the machine guns can only be fired each, once per each round. Each of the mobile strikers' two machine guns can only be fired once per round. So it had there's yes, two correct. there's two guns. Each of them can only right. be fired once. Were you was right. Natasi firing a machine gun? Natasi's yes. on a machine gun. I, I thought well, you were going to keep doing the the engineering stuff. Oh, well, I can. Yeah, I can do that instead. Yeah, well, I, I thought you were going to flat cannon. Well, no, no, now that we're down to the flat cannon, all you yeah. can do. The only extra available space is the engineering stuff. Oh, well, shit. Let's go then. I'll keep on just banging away and, and hot wiring things. 13 on the die plus 7. He's like, he's like, took some wires out and pulled them out and he's like holding them in his mouth to create a circuit. Just <laughs> well, that's going to be a dirty 20. <laughs> That'll get it. Fuck that yeah. That will dude. get it. You guys are killing this shit. All right, so, uh, Yavara, you have an extra move action which you can use to try to evade if you would like. Because your first move action was to just pilot a standard, and then you have another standard action, but since you're driving, you can downgrade that to a move action and attempt to evade if you would like. We are going to attempt to evade. Alright, this is a DC 20. It's a hard hit, but let me get that piloting check. You're not going to get the engineering bonus on this roll. You'll get it it during your pilot phase. Gotcha. Okay. Ha! Uh, oh, oh, 17 on the die, plus okay. four. Yeah, yeah. Minus two. Nice. No, that she's minus at a plus two. six. Nope, that's she including the minus, the minus two, two, because I got a oh, plus including, six. So. Okay, then you get it. Oh, uh, that means everybody is going you to gain a plus it. one circumstance. <laughs> Everybody's going to gain a plus one circumstance bonus to the reflex saving throw to avoid the damage from the Fleet Fury's torpedo blast. And we're going in, so... We got a minus four on this attack from the swarm vessel. Adam, I think it's a minus uh, two, but because it got hit by one flat cannon. One flat it's cannon. It's minus four it's to minus the damage. Four. Correct. Thank you. Thank you, Griffin. Here we go. Minus two. Ooh, that's uh, 18. Hits it. Ex- uh, misses, actually, because you had a 19 on your roll. So it's going to miss again. Everybody roll a reflex save with a plus one to your results. Nice. Another natty 17. Natty 17 wow. as well. Wow. 21. Right, up to a 23. I'm up to 16. Nat 20. Did it last yeah. time. Put it down. Oh, put it on the board. <laughs> What'd you get, Steve? Uh, 16 total. Okay. You guys are all good. No damage. You guys are doing... Fantastic. We were playing Halo on the base, like the the one free night we had. We were all playing Halo. (laughs) Uh, At at the start of this next round, we're at the third round. Yavara, you see right out in front of you as you kind of go over a hill, and you don't have a whole lot of time to react. You see the burned-out husk of a large overturned vehicle right in the middle of the highway. Roll a separate piloting check to avoid this derelict vehicle. It's a nine total. It's a nine total. All right, roll me your actual piloting check. Actually, before you do that, before you do that, I need you to make me a will save. Me? Yep. Uh, Can she keep uh, it together? That's going to be an 18. All right, so you're good on the will save. You failed that piloting check, and the mobile striker of the Warthogs, like, you just barely get it around as it scrapes and sparks and everything flies the side of uh, your Warthogs, mashes up against this wrecked vehicle, and you you just you avoid being, like, shaken and scared, and you keep your head in the game. And so let me get your actual piloting check. Oh, God. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> A 15. A 15. 15. All right. That's going to be a... Are you including the plus two, minus two? So that's 15 straight up? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yavari is handling that that warthog like she's done this before. Almost wrecks, but keeps her composure, keeps the warthog steady. We're going into the action phase. Let's start with the flat cannon. All right. Ooh, that's gonna be a seven. 
All right, that uh, this finally the this time the swarm vessel seems to anticipate where the the uh, flak's going to be and does a quick pull up to avoid it and then swoops back down. Let's look at the machine guns, Sigurd and Natasi. Let's right. get your ranged attack rolls. That's a natty fifteen should do it. Yep. And Tassi, gonna fire. Uh, a flat eight isn't gonna do it. Maybe some of her uh, hair fell over her one working eye, and she uh, <laughs> frustratingly huffs it out of her eyesight. Okay, not so bad. Still got minus two to the damage. Uh, no minus to the attack roll. And let's get that engineering tinkering as you as you're keeping it keeping it hot. Okay, here we go. Let's do it. Uh, that's gonna be an 18. That's just enough. So Vinny's just like leaned over, pulling wrenches and and got wires in one hand and and is just hey, watch the road up there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. Uh, okay. So we go into the damage phase oh, with wait. the attack. Do I I'm get? Sorry? Do I get an evade? Oh yeah, so you can try okay. to evade. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's not gonna do it with a seventeen. Total. Yeah, total. Yeah, that's not gonna get it. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, misses for sure. Everybody, everybody uh, roll their reflex saves. Reflex saves. Put it on the board with a natural twenty. Wow. Watch out! We <laughs> got a dirty sixteen. Okay, good, good. Uh, that's gonna be a big old nine. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we are we getting a bonus this time? I remember nope. one round no. we got a bonus. Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's gonna be a nineteen for tags. All right. What about you, Yavari? Yavari got a one. Oh, Damn, no, girl. Technically a two. Because like, yeah, I rolled a natural. one. Alright, right, we'll catch you back up. This competition, my damn <laughs> Looks like it. So. Uh, so Yavari and um, and Vin both are going to take four points of acid damage. Uh, actually, they're going to only take two because of the reduction of damage from the machine gun. So it's only two points of acid oh, damage. Oh, nice. Very nice. That's a little better. Uh, yeah, that's, that's not bad. Alright. Fourth round. Get that piloting check. Oh, there we go. There we go. Uh, that's going to be a 21 total. Wow. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. And so, machine guns. All right. That's only a uh, 12, so I won't do it. Natural 18. All right. Which comes out to an 18, but then I take a minus two penalty (laughs) to the attack, so that comes out. Wait. No, actually, that does come out to an 18. I already took the reduction out, so that does hit. All right. Nice. Very good. Awesome. Flat cannon. Tex just firing Texas smoke. Uh Uh, That's going to be a 15 total. Fifteen total is just enough. No. Uh, did you did you yes. include the minus yes, one? I did. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fifteen gets it then. Uh, okay. Very good. Uh, let's get the engineering. Oh. Yep. They're gonna die. Uh, twenty. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. That'll get All it. All right. That'll get it. That will. That'll definitely get it. Um, and then let's get that evade action. Oh no, sixteen! Fucking no. high! It's so high. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. It's one. hard. I mean, a big That's torpedo blast. Hey, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I got a minus two to this attack. Uh, I'm not gonna hit. That's a miss. All right, everybody, roll their reflex saves with a plus one. Ooh, natty nineteen, baby. Natural sixteen. Uh, also a natural six. Seventeen. Okay. Twelve. Ooh, all right, Emily. Uh, Yuvari's going to take another two points of acid damage. Uh, 
from the splash. At, as this, as that final, or as that torpedo fires out, all of a sudden you hear this sound from behind because you guys are kind of Yavari, You can see it first because you're looking forward as you're driving. All of a sudden, coming out of the clouds, you you see two fighter jets with a, that are SDF come flying, soaring overhead, and you see the swarm fleet fury pull back and and break out as it tries to run from this oncoming attack from the SDF Air Force. Um, and then you can see that it can't get away as it shoots down the, the, the ship somewhere near the Dethamar River. You can hear cheers across your comms and even just like up in the, the convoy above you as the soldiers celebrate the scattered remnants of the Fleet Fury as it falls <clears throat> towards the surface. Sig yells up to the sky. We loosened it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're damn right we did. Um. <laughs> you are just like, oh, fuck. You've already, you got to stop smoking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, kill me. That is the end of part one. And so we need to do some total ups of the critical board. Oh. All right. Well, uh, I, I just sent a message. Uh, you know, it's. I think it's not that big of a deal because uh, you don't matter as, <laughs> as the swarm. You know, um, but hideous laughter podcast is rolling with seven crit fails. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yep, and and five natural twenty crits. So that you caught up a little bit of distance today. Uh, not bad. Getting there. Uh, Southern Tomfoolery is rolling with five crit fails and eight criticals. All right. So the question here then is, are we going to divide? Yeah. For this one? Yeah. All right. So we will. All right. I don't know. Let's start with the critical hits. So STF is going to be divided by three and Hideous Laughter is going to be divided by two. That put us real close. That put us at two and a half, and I put them at uh, two and three quarters. Oh, yeah, that's close. All right, so that means book one, part one, STF gets up a, a that round. So we're going to wipe the board and start over for part two. Oh, but we, But STF gets the win for the book one, part one on that. Critical fails. I mean, let's do the same thing with that. What's the totals there? Uh, STF has five and uh, Hideous Laughter has seven. Oh, we beat you big time on that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We got three and a half per person. Yeah, we'll take the W here. Versus like (laughs) not even two. (laughs) We'll take the W at losing. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so it looks... (laughs) So reset the crit board, Heath, and make sure you put round one for critical hits to STF and critical fails to HLP. Now, Steve, yes, I have faith in you. There's many parts and many books to go. Don't let this define you. All right, you've got this. Don't let this sully my record permanently. Yeah, <laughs> like like much of the the background lore, I have already forgotten most of uh, part one and the uh, totals as well. Already <laughs> I, I just ha- having concluded round one of our little crit game. I mean, STF squeaked out the win, but you know, I know in my own heart that the real winner was Tex Arcana. <laughs> <laughs> Most of those crits uh, were mine. Uh, all right. Well, let me put you back on the world map. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about where you're going. If you remember, which I'm sure you don't, but maybe you do, you are leaving Fort Gallant to head to the set, the Sator region of uh, this planet of Suskillen. This region consists primarily of massive agricultural processing centers amid miles of automated farmlands. The Jurdos Mountains are to the north, and the Dethamore River, which you guys are certainly familiar with, are to the northeast, and the SQ Ocean is to the west and southwest. The capital of this region is Rayos City, which is located on the western coast, and that's kind of your end. This is where you're going. This is where the evacuation 
convoy is headed. The distance between Fort Gallant and Rayo City is about 400 miles along several highways. So it's going to take you 8 to 10 hours to get there after this attack. Um, I will say along the way, there's not much else to bother you. And so as you're just kind of seeing this, the, the countryside or the landscape, you know, you, you see as you pass through a few small towns with large neon yellow evacuation notices plastered on every door and window. All of these areas are completely abandoned. The convoy makes brief stops for biological needs, but no one is allowed to leave sight of the convoy unaccompanied. Shortly before nightfall, the convoy rolls over a hill and into the outskirts of a city, overflowing with evacuees. Dozens of starships can be seen landing and taking off from a spaceport to the north of the city. The convoy stops about a mile from the city limits, where the road is blocked by a tangle of abandoned cars. Commander Najiri gives the order to abandon the vehicles and walk. As you move ahead, Najari meets with each squad to hand out further orders, accompanied by Quartermaster Jenkser, who hands out R2Es for the night's dinner. As she approaches you, your squad, the Midnight Squad, on a still slightly unstable artificial leg, she commends you for your heroics fighting against the Fleet Fury. She says, that was incredible work, soldiers. I... I'm glad that we had you in the rear guard. You held them at bay long enough for our air support to take care of them. But it is now time to muster up. I've been in touch with SDF command here in Rayo City. Evacuation is underway, but there is still a lot of work to be done. They recently sent a squad up to a temple of Hylax, north of the city, but haven't heard back from them yet. I want you to make your way up there via the main highway. A Shirin priest named Zelonin runs the temple. See if he has any information about the lost squad, and bring him back here to safety. If you see any civilians along the way, make sure they are moving to the evacuation zone here. Any question before you move out, soldiers? What, what was the name of the guy again they were looking for? I'm sorry. Zelonin. X-E-L-O-N-A-N. And Sashiran Priest, who is at a temple of Hylax. And Hylax, uh, I guess if you guys want to roll a mysticism check to see if you know who Hylax yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, let me roll that mysticism. Oh, wait, no, I don't have it. <laughs> I'm a witch worker, but I still don't have it. Oh, oh, <laughs> I got a, a natty six for a ten. I oh. uh, started off Part two of book one, first natural 20. Oh! oh natural 20. Oh, okay. Okay. That's 29. I'm putting it on there just Snaps. for you. All right, so you know that Hylax is the deity of the Shirin. Um, and that the, it's like... It's the hive mind, but not the swarm's hive mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that the, the Hylax is not an evil deity, but it is the ones that the Sheeran worship. So, there's a temple of Hylax north of the city where there's this priest and the SDF has sent a squad up there, but they haven't returned and um, Najiri wants you, the Midnight Squad, to go find out what happened. And then she's offered questions. So, so knowing what Natasi knows about Hylax, she's going to cock her head a little bit and say, Hylax, isn't that the deity of the Sheeran? Correct me if I'm wrong, Commander, but I haven't seen very many Sheeran around here. What was your squad doing looking for Sheeran priests? It seems like he got in touch with the SDF command claiming to have vital intelligence about the swarm. So they marked him for priority extraction. So find him and get him back here to the VAC site as soon as you can. Got it? Yeah, yep. I like I turn to Natasha and I'm like, uh, with as far as the Sheeran thing, like I guess that kind of makes sense considering the Sheeran, they they used to be part of the swarm, right? They broke off from the swarm. That is correct, Mister Akana. They broke off from the swarm long ago. I can see why their culture would be reticent to rejoin with the swarm. 
Indeed, indeed. Yeah, but isn't that just a little bit convenient that he'd be the one that goes missing after this time? I don't oh, want to... Uh, it's, it's not that he's gone missing, soldier. It's that the squad that went there to extract him has gone missing. I don't want to, you know, be presumptuous or anything, but... If anyone were going to sympathize with the swarm, I think it, it'd also be a Sheeran. Uh, so with your mysticism check that you rolled with that natural 20, uh-huh. Natasha, you would know that this is definitely not the case that the, the, that the opposite, Sheeran, right? yeah that the Sheeran are are very proud of their evolution away from the swarm and their independence and that they f- see the swarm as kind of a stain on what they're trying to represent so Natasi would say actually Sigurd that couldn't be further from the truth in fact I wouldn't be surprised if this particular Sheeran knowing that the swarm was about to arrive faked having important information to get priority extraction off the planet before they fear the swarm. But that's just hypothesis. <laughs> well, regardless, well, let's go and find this bug man. Yep. We've got our do orders. I, well, do you do you have any more questions for me? Uh, do you know any more particulars about the what was his name? Zalonan? Hook Stanges or something? Fuck you. Like, like uh, you know, maybe temperament, um, you know, personal details. I I believe that this Sheeran is no threat to us, and I hope that what he says about his intelligence is true, considering the state of affairs that we find ourselves in. Every bit of information helps us get closer to victory. I do not know this priest personally. I have not met him. But if he is a priest of Hylax, as he claims, then I can expect him to at least be somewhat peaceful. How how long has the other extraction team been gone? Well, they were a four-soldier unit out of the 2nd Battalion, under Commander Kuvanza. He reportedly lost communications with them yesterday, when they reached Linmari. Kuvenza tells me they are good soldiers, so something must have gone terribly wrong. I'm sorry, Linmari? Is, is that where we're going? I may have missed that, sorry. Uh... So she says, she says yes, uh, I'm sorry. D- Linmari is a small city about 180 miles uh, north of here, at the foothills of the Jordos Mountains. From there, the temple is another dozen miles up some mountainous roads. You will be issued a standard troop transport in case you need to pick up any civilians along the way. And their commander, he didn't report any... Anything that seemed to miss, they just up and drop communication? Yes, un- unfortunately, it has gone radio silence. We do not know what happened. This, uh, this priest we're looking for, has he been stationed around here for, for a long time, for years, or is he a new arrival? From our intelligence, I think that it is safe to say that he has been the priest of this temple, and it is probably his home. All right. Well, anybody else? Yeah, just one more thing. Um, you mentioned maybe picking up civilians. I know we really want the information from this priest, but if we found enough people, who takes priority? Who's responsible for making that call? I don't think I can make that call. She looks at you and she's like, for a second, then her face gets very, like, serious and stoic. And she looks at you. She says, Soldier, that Sheeran is of the utmost importance. If it comes to a decision, we need his information. Would it be wise to extract it then? Before we even bring him back in case something happens to us on the way back 
at least one of us could get back. With that intel, that'd be more important to you than if he made it back all the way, right? If it came to that. It is hard to say, because I do not know what disinformation is. Unfortunately, that decision will have to be made by you in the moment. I would like for you to bring him back safely and any citizens that you find along the way. However, he takes the priority. And if he gives you trouble, then you have my orders to extract the information. I don't think we'll find that difficult. Thank you very much. (laughs) I do not think that it will come to that. I think he wants to leave as much as the rest of us. But there is not much time. We have maybe three days before the swarm crosses the river. You must be quick and you must be efficient. All right. Well, we know what we got to do, gang. Right, then. Um, she says, all right, then, get some rest, leave first thing in the morning, keep your comms open, and let us know what you find up there. Good luck, Midnight Squad. And then Jenkser says, well, oh, God. I, uh, you can come this way. I've made some tents available for you, and I'll heal you right up if you're feeling in a not so, not at the peak as it were. Come this way. Oh, that's mighty kind of you. Thank you so much. You're the best. (laughs) Sweet guy, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you already need some help, so she's just going to be quiet. (laughs) A little bit. So we we do that, though. We go follow him. Her. Oh, oh, uh, God. Yeah. Well, I hope that you've enjoyed your new things that I've made you. Everything working properly, yes? Oh, yeah. Wonderful craftsmanship. Oh, wonderful. Uh, well, yes, come, come right this way. And, uh, she, you know, she leads you to the kind of um, tents that they have set up just outside the perimeter of Rhea City. Nice. Um... Uh, has anybody got anything they need to do? Like, cut, you know. We're Go just, to fucking bed. Well, I mean, I'm at, like, I wanted to, to have a conversation with somebody. <laughs> but I didn't know if you guys had anything on your docket, you know. Yeah, I think um, Sig would want to talk to Natasi at some point before everybody goes to bed. But I don't have to do that right now. If yeah. Now's the time to. Well, I just wasn't sure if, yes. if Heath wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's. I want to talk to Yuvari, so I mean, it's kind of the the two groups that already knew each other are going to have a conversation, but you know, neither one takes well, priority to me. All right, so Yuvari and um, Tex, we'll start there. Yeah, so as we're, you know, getting our, you know, sleeping area, I guess, settled in. For the night, uh, Tex would kind of, kind of be piddling around, and you've always, you've always, you know, pretty quiet in general. But he's gonna ask her uh, before it gets too late. Um, hey, hey there, uh, my big beautiful star-eating friend. Would you wanna hunker down, have a have a convo with your boy here? Uh, yeah, and she'll just kind of like squat right where she is and just like kind of look at him like okay <laughs> yeah and he walks up puts a hand on her scaly shoulder says I just wanted to want to check in on you how you know you you're generally pretty quiet anyways but you've seemed particularly quiet of late but I, I wanted to see how how you doing how you dealing with all this we're in some hot shit you know um I'm I'm alright just well I'm just mostly used to keeping you out of trouble it's a little harder to keep you know hundreds of evacuees safe so it's uh 
a little more challenging, but uh, I think we're having fun, right? Yeah, I mean, I am, but I, I do understand that's a lot, it's a lot more pressure than we're used to being, me and you kind of normally run around just worrying about each other and, you know, 90% you worrying about me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just wanted to make sure you're all right mentally and that uh, this isn't bothering you too much. How do you feel about this uh, priest extraction and the orders we've been given? I... Mostly, I think we, we just need to be quick about it. I, I kind of almost hate that we're bunking down tonight. If it's as much of a rush as she says, then I almost wish we were already underway. Yeah, but I, I kind of understand that. How about rest is important, though. How about the whole extract the information with any means necessary bit? You, you on board with that? And she would just kind of look look you dead in the eye. Um, and she says, If it'll save these people and fuck up all these bugs. Absolutely. Alright. Well, I just wanted to make sure we're, you know, square with each other, still on the same team, on the same page. And with that, we'll cut over to Sigurd and Natasi. So after the the conversation with Najiri happens, um, Sigurd would kind of track Natasi down, um, who's maybe uh, at the. Because I have to imagine this is like a, like you know, like a, a Katrina situation where everybody's like packed in one small place. All these refugees. Oh um, so man, I, don't don't we know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I started saying Trigger. that analogy. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Gonna go for <laughs> go it. For it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just something like that. And so I have to imagine there's all these ramshackle like first aid stations set up. And so maybe she's kind of posted up at one, doing what she can. Hey, Tuts, you mind if I have a word? Hello, Sigurd. Are you needing of medical assistance? I'm not. Do you have any time, or are you administering aid? She looks down at a, a kid who's crying. Uh, he's got a broken arm, and she just says, I have time. <laughs> God. So, you were saying something that... Well, it, it kind of interested me in there. You think maybe uh, this Sheeran priest might have lied about having some sort of information in order to get off this rock. I certainly don't know that for certain. However, I do know that the Sheeran really, really do not like the swarm. If I were a Sheeran, I certainly wouldn't want to be here, and I don't trust bugs on either side. Look, when we were talking to Najiri and she said, this guy's the biggest priority we've got, that kind of irked me. Imagine if we find five or six refugees that's all we can pack in and then this guy gets priority because he's got some sort of information I think we better make damn sure he's got the information we're looking for before we kick somebody else out a life is a life Sigurd but if we can preserve the life of this one Zelonin then perhaps his information could be used to eradicate more bugs if that's the case we do have to prioritize this life, but I agree with you. We do need to get that information out of him. And I know a lot about bodies. I can make him work. Once we get the information, he is no more useful than anyone else. She looks to her left and looks to her right. That's cold and calculating, Sigurd. I understand. I appreciate you seeing the same wavelength. I see. Looking forward to working with you, Sigurd. I think it'll be a pleasure. Um. All right. All right. I'm, Good stuff, everybody. I'm uh not not necessarily trying to have another long conversation, but I do think maybe right before bed, 
uh, Tex would go and check in on Vic and maybe just like have have a sip of whiskey or something with him. Just you know, he's a new guy, yeah. so he doesn't feel left out. You know, with Vin. Vin, yeah. My, did I say Vic? Yeah. yeah. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to embracing the suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yep. This whole thing's kind of fucked, wouldn't you say? Yeah, man, it is, and we're just kind of along for the ride here, so I'm glad to have an extra pair of hands. You done good engineering work uh, on the fly on the Warthog. Appreciate it. Been been at it a while, but uh, never for anything as purposeful as this, so glad to be here. Yeah, well, glad to have you. Cheers, mate. Yep, and I get a little bit drunk before. Yeah, a little, a little, <laughs> little bit drunk before bed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like everybody kind of takes a second to catch their breath and actually get some sleep, and then at dawn the next day, Lieutenant Gorham comes and wakes you up, and uh, he takes you through the outskirts of Reyes City in a small hover car to an SDF checkpoint on the highway leading north out of the city. He pulls up along a battered SDF troop hardtop and says to you, It's all fueled up and ready to go. Try not to let it get destroyed. He furrows his brow for a moment and then smirks. Though, chances are we won't be taking this with us off the planet, so... Fuck it uh, up, baby. (laughs) Let's give it a sweet decal. Uh, Hell and yeah. then he trans, yeah, he transits the map of the Sator region, which you guys are on, to your comm units. So now your your players or your characters actually have that map. Um, and the the hardtop, it's a troop hardtop. It's a large multi wheeled vehicle with a boxy cabin and a flatbed covered with hard plastic cover. Four medium creatures can fit in the truck's cabin with one of those characters driving, and up to ten medium creatures can sit on the two wooden benches in the bed. Troop hardtop has a top speed of 50 miles per hour, but the occasional abandoned vehicle or other hazard on the highway means that you're not going to be able to constantly maintain that speed. You know that the distance to Linmari is about 180 miles, so it's going to take you roughly three to five hours to get there. Um, does go ahead? Sorry, does it have any uh, gunnery, any weapons on it? It does not. It does not. Okay, it's well, just a transport vehicle. Then I'll go ahead and throw this out there, unless you're going to ask for where we. What are we doing? Go. What you got? Yvario, you know, t- turn to Vin and be like, um, since I've got kind of this uh, big burly, uh, so, well, self and gun. <laughs> see the way um, my body is set up. <laughs> you see the way my body works is. No, she says, I'll um, hang out in the back. I, I think you've got a pretty good handle on the steering situation. Yeah? Sure thing, miss. Do what I can. The old improvised <laughs> turret. Hell yeah. yeah. And, and <laughs> Tex says that while he's slapping a number three on the side and a salt life <laughs> oh, sticker. God, no. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I dubbed praise the, hell, the Intimidator. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was thinking Betty too, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Betty the Intimidator. (laughs) I'm a man who compromises. So, yeah, I mean, good stuff. You guys get in there, and I want to, again, remind you kind of that the weather here is cold. It's in one of the long winters of Susquehann. And, I mean, you guys are kind of going up this road knowing that the evacuation zone is getting further and further behind you. You know, and that's got to be weighing on your minds a bit as you're getting further away from where you need to be if and when the evacuation happens. So I'm sure there's a sense of urgency pressing you forward and probably just some unease just kind of permeating throughout the crew. This isn't helped by when about 60 miles north of the city, you see a man on the side of the road. He's 
looks desperate and he's waving and pointing to another person lying on the side of the road in bloody clothes. And he's like waving at you, trying to get your attention to stop. Like, you know, you can't really hear him, but you see this guy just like freaking out. Um, and there's, as I said, there's another body on the ground laying, uh, in some bloody clothes. Um, all right, look, we got a damn healing bot on us. Let's stop real quick, but make it, make it snappy. If this person's already dead, we getting the fuck out of here. Are they? Are they like they're in civilian clothes? Correct. Yeah. Hey, what, what's what's going on, partner? Oh, you stop. Yeah. Can we do like a sense motive or a perception to see if there's? Well, so so you're still in the car driving. So right now, you you know you're making the decision to stop, right? Yeah. I mean, I okay, want to be so, quick about uh, it though. Right. So who's getting out of the? Just kind of walk me through what you're doing here. Vin will stay in the driver's seat if Vin is driving. He's not. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine Sig was. Sig would probably be in the back with Yavari. I think you take the two most beefy people and leave them in the back so they can like literally jump over the side if they have to. Yep. So they and can flex mm-hmm. on people. Yeah. Vin's gonna low key like pull his pistol out and just have it like underneath. On his yeah, lap. yeah, on his lap. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, Tex is gonna uh, motion to uh, Natasi and be like, "Hey, c- come with me." You, since you got the healing capabilities, and I'll do the talking. Sounds good to me. Let's find out his medical prognosis. <laughs> All right. So what's 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 the deal, partner? Uh, so yeah, when you stop, like before you even get out of the car, he's like shouting, "My friend, it got attacked by one of those damn bug things. He's bleeding to death. You got to help him. You got to help him." You want to take a look? Calm down, hey. civilian. I understand you with the emotions you may be feeling. However, stressing out in a situation like this will only exacerbate the shock uh, contracted by the patient. I will do it. I don't really understand half the words you're saying, <laughs> man. But my friend is bleeding, and and those bugs don't give a shit about what you're talking about. Save him. All right. So Yavari will be like, "Okay, come come here," and we'll kind of like nod uh, Natasi to go and look at the 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 lying person and she'll say tell me about the bugs where where were they how long has he been down uh which way did they go i'm so confused i, I said thought you were staying yeah you were staying on the back i said i was doing the talking <laughs> oh oh i don't I'm sorry i thought he ran up like to the walk up to them without uh following up yeah i thought he ran up to the vehicle i'm sorry I thought that was what Adam said. He's he's shouting from where he's at like as soon as you get as soon as Natasi stepped out he started shouting because yeah, she looks he, exactly like a nurse. Yeah, like, he like, knows what he's I seeing. Mean, yeah, I mean, Te- Tex and Natasha are walking up to him. Now you can you can hop off the side if you want, but he's not moving away from the body. So, just want to make that clear. He's staying where he's at, like by his friend. Y- yeah, Yavari will hop off the side. Like when she sees. Text and the the two squishies moving forward without any assistance. She'll hop off and like um, just sort of shadow them. Okay, what about you, Sigurd? Yeah, I mean Sig's doing the same. I don't think he'd let them walk up without like at least waiting in the wings. He's not gonna like you know attempt to help this guy or calm this guy down though. So you guys just kind of step, kind of brace up a little intimidatingly behind him. You've got. Uh, you got Vin kind of holding it down in the driver's seat, and you've got Natasi and um, Tex approaching the person, correct? Yes. That's where we're yep. at? All right, sounds good. Just leave me in the truck all by me lonesome, then. Right. <laughs> You're the getaway driver, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. comes up when you just drive. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's just frantically, you know, pleading right. for help. Look, cal- calm down, partner. Cal- I mean, I'll roll a check if I need to. Calm down. I'm gonna have my f- my friend here. Look at look at your friend. All right. Yeah, he like t- for a second, like finally, like his eyes clear, and he looks and he sees Natasi, and he kind of sees how you're dressed and everything, and kind of got the little red cross or the equivalent, you know, the space red cross. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, and he he does calm down a little bit, and he says. Uh, all right. I, I mean, I'm sorry. It's just have you ever seen one of these things rip apart a, a man? It, it's, ter- I, it's terrible. I have, in fact, which is why I need you to calm down so we can do our good work here. All right. Look, hey, right. Yavari's head is on a fucking swivel. Like, yeah. 
heard. Um, so, I mean, if you want, you can you can roll sense motives, you can roll perceptions, you know, you can roll a culture check if you want. Perceptions of twenty three, Adam. Okay. And Sig would turn to the man, like the civilian, as he's like head on a swivel, and he's like, "You know what keeps people from getting torn apart by bugs like these? Staying behind a shield like Betty." <laughs> Let me walk you back to the armed escort. Let my friends take care of your friend, and they'll bring him back. If he's, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not leaving him here until he, he until I know he's okay. I, I can't leave. You'd rather be covered by an inch of steel, or do you want to be out here and be your buddy in ten minutes? Yvari, what'd you get on the perception? Uh, was gonna do a sense motive. Actually, okay, what'd you get? What'd you get on that? Okay. So, Yavari and Sigurd. Before Tex can even start trying to talk this guy down, your head's on the swivel and you you do indeed get the sense that something is off here. Um, that you feel this man is lying straight up. That, that there's something's off with the sense motive. And then with your perception, Sigurd, you can see kind of under be like behind a car that they're at like this broken down car that they're at you can see a foot of another person behind the car like as if they were crouched down behind it it's an ambush it is an ambush but I need y'all to finish your drinks because we'll fucking see you. Oh, boy. I didn't see that one coming. didn't see that one coming. I'm sorry, guys, but my my good nature got the better of me. Hey, we're we're under orders to save civilians. We're we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. You're doing what you're supposed to be. I swear to God, if that dumb bitch with the the streak in her hair comes out, I will murder her. We're going to kill her. Yes, we do not like her.